The Solid 7 Podcast is a proud affiliate of GoRuck. GoRuck designs and builds the toughest gear on the planet, including footwear, apparel, and rucks. Oh, a backpack. Like a backpack, if backpacks were made to last under the toughest conditions in the world. Mm. Everything they make is backed by their Scars Lifetime Guarantee and is tested and proven over and over and over again at GoRuck's events held all over the world and led by current and former Special Forces combat veterans. The GoRuck brand stands for Building Better Americans, the Special Forces way of life, and a life-or-death approach to building the world's toughest gear. Visit Solid7Podcast.com and click on the GoRuck link to learn more about their gear and events, and a portion of every purchase and event registration that you make will go to support us here at the Solid 7 Podcast. Buddy. Hello. How's it going? I'm, t- uh, I'm trying to sound. Uh, I'm trying uh, to sound like we just started talking, but uh, we just uh, we just sat here and, and caught up. Oh, it was so uh, cute. Just uh, so the behind the scenes, you guys don't get that stuff. That's just for us. But the rest of things you're not allowed to hear. The rest of this, though, the rest of you, it's for you guys. It's for the fans. It's for the listeners. So uh, we are a solid seven podcast. A, uh, a better than average podcast. Just barely. Just barely. Each week, we get together, talk about whatever's going on in the world that interests us, and invite you to come along. Here we are. Here you are. Let's talk. <laughs> come on, so, let's talk. But, but before we do that, let's crack yeah, so I'm some dying delicious of at this goes. can this yes. entire time. Like I need to take a drink. I've almost opened it sixteen times. I just uh, just got my just got my refresh. So mango's in constant rotation now on the auto ship, and then I'm yeah. alternating monthly orange and sour apple. So cheers, friends. Um, cheers. I need to set. I'm so. Did I talk about on here that I bought the Xbox Series X replica refrigerator? We did dis- discuss it. Was yeah. that, on here? Uh, that maybe, was on here? Maybe each of the last two podcasts. Well, what's up? Um, it came in, and I am not mad that I spent the money to get that because it's actually kind of dope. There's It lights up, has lights. There's a USB plug on the front. I can charge my phone if I need to. Um, and I, I, ca- I, didn't, I only had a couple of Jockos left in the fridge. And so I was just kind of eyeing it, see how many I could fit in there. And I think I could fit maybe close to... 12 cans from a 12 pack maybe in that in that refrigerator and uh i'm kind of excited it's not technically a refrigerator it seems like it's more like a cooler like it's not going to make things ice cold like in a couple of hours it seems like like if you put something already cold in it it'll do a good job keeping it cold but it'll right. take a long time to get it cold if it's coming from warm well uh what's great about this situation here is is that what you can do to stock that fridge is all you got to do is is go to jockofuel.com. Heck, you can even go to solidstonepodcast.com and click click the link there for Jocko Fuel. And when That's you when, when you go there, you you pick out your delicious Jocko ghost and the flavor of your choice. And then and this this is the secret. On the checkout screen, you put in the coupon code solid7, boom, 10% off. Right there. I'm going to I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to go to our website. I'm going to do this on air. I'm doing this on air. Not only do you get delicious, clean energy, but you get it at a discount. Wow. Yeah. All right. Solid7podcast.com. I do that just for you. And I need and, and all of our listeners. Go. 
clicked originmain.com, I want a 12 pack of Jocko Mango. Boom, roasted 31 to $34. What's the difference? Why, why would it, what make, what changes? I don't know. Oh, if you do every four weeks versus nut, the subscription? I'm confusion. I'm just going to go nut. I'm not trying to do a subscription right now. Add to cart. Continue or viewer edit your cart. This is thrilling podcasting right now. This is, we have We're no idea how code. this is going to turn out. Oh, here it is. Coupon code. What was it again? Solid seven. Now, here's the trick though. Don't spell out seven, it's just the number. Solid. That's, that'll screw you capital, up. Capital S. S O L I D seven. I don't know if it needs to be capitalized or not. Now we've got some drama. Now we've got an unknown here. Yeah, I capitalized the S. Yes. All right. Apply. Uh, yeah, it took off 350. Boom. Right there. Um, solid seven. Pop that's like getting right one of your goes, more than one of your goes for free. What's up? That's, it's yeah, it's, that's it's like it's like the Solid Seven podcast just bought you a Jocko Go. Yeah, so thirty one dollars total for twelve cans. Technically, one was free. Oh, I gotta put in my info. All right, well that's how easy it is, yeah. folks. No, I go ahead and keep narrow uh, narrating oh, okay. as you do so your payment information. I have the touch bar on my Mac, so I can just click email address and boom, phone number, boom. My first uh, name is Josh. My last name is your mom. My street uh, address is confidential. So R.I.P. Touch Bar. Yeah, I I do like it for that stuff. Like when you're filling in fields and it's apartment building. Um, I live in an apartment, by the way, everyone. Um, now they've like, narrowed it down. It does the, now they've narrowed it down. They know where I am. Um, it does do the, the suggestions of your $11 for shipping. Frick. <laughs> <laughs> now, I think I think if you do. The auto ship, the auto, the shipping. I think you get free shipping. They do that to compete with the big box because full disclosure, I mean, you could do this on Amazon, but why would why would you give Amazon the money when you can give Origin Maine when you can give Jacko Fuel the money? The source, who's who are almost single handedly returning manufacturing to America. Why? Yeah, I mean, I kind of, I just, I won't drink them enough to make the subscription like i don't the ones at home i guess i could start you're not you wouldn't go through fridge you wouldn't go through 12 a month i think you can also you can also set the frequency longer i think if you go through them slower than that i'm scared to go back because then i'm the retyping all that stuff you mean retap the touch bar (laughs) i had to type in the address everything else popped up except that one it's a hard knock life for josh all right uh, every four weeks, yeah, I can only do that one. Every four weeks, there's no other option. Mm-hmm. If you subscribe and save, you save ten percent. If you subscribe, yeah, hmm. it's an investment in you. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'll try it for a bit and I'll see how it goes. I'm gonna do it. Sixty six dollars. Oh, that's because <laughs> I have the first one. I cards. mean, if you get to the end of the month and you're sitting on six Jocko goes, well, then you know. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's for me. But I'll say it like right now. Now Jade likes them too. We we've got no problem going through twenty eight a month, or no, okay. sorry, twenty four. Two like we get the two packs, and and by time, by time we're getting them again, we're we're good to go. And I think here, I think she likes she likes the mango one too. She yeah. drinks it. So, oh, but all here, here's why I was hesitant about this subscription. I usually go with our friend uh, Evangelist Illusionist Jason Alvarado like almost every Tuesday and Wednesday, and we pick up Jocko Go 
at the beginning of the workday. Uh, and then I usually buy two and that's good for those couple days. I usually come home for lunch and I grab that one, the one I have in the home. So maybe I can, none of that made sense. And I know that didn't make sense, but I think I'm going to bring my Xbox refrigerator to my desk at work and stock it full. And when it's there at work, that's usually where I drink them. Here, I will be able to run through 12. No fact. Here's the play. Here is the play, my friend, and you're welcome in advance. You do the auto ship. You don't do one pack. You do two. You do two packs. Now, Jason, he buys his Jocko Goes from you. No Wawa. He buys his Jocko Goes from you. Hmm. I, I'd rather just give him it. I don't care to charge him for it. I'm just going to do, all right, I'm doing the subscription. Four weeks, listeners. This is This is thrilling television. Thirty-one dollars. Uh, coupon codes already in there. Took off three fifteen grand total. Twenty-eight dollars. I don't have to do that again in four weeks. And that that coupon code that was that solid seven coupon code yep. that any that anybody can, anybody can use seven. Why is it saying? Oh, oh. Well, I'm confused. This is a different checkout screen. Oh, maybe because I'm subscribing, they they really want to know who I am now. I don't want to continue as a guest. I want to make an account, but I don't do have it. an account. Do it. How do you not have an account? Well, you've been a you've been a Wawa shopper. I've never I've never bought anything from from the from the orge. Now let me tell uh, you about the idea I've been kicking around in my head. Uh, I, and when I say let me tell you, you and, and the listeners, I I miss a little bit. You know, we did our, our big push to the the Go Ruck Star course. Uh, and we did that, and it was fun. And when we did the the recap on it, and uh, go back and listen to that if you haven't, it was it was epic. But I miss having that thing out there, right? Like I miss having that thing, right? Like we were working towards something, we were talking about it here and there. You know, it's just this. It was just this thing. So here's what I've been kicking around, right? Like the listeners are well well aware. Way way back, uh, what was that episode ten? Uh, your your boy passed out just stone cold in the in the kitchen okay. after the podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we've, we've uh, you know, I've made no secret about, you know, I'm no, no picture of health. Now, have, have, have I made improvements since there? Have things gotten better? Yeah, sure, sure have. But have I cracked down the way I could? Nah. Have I cracked down the way I should? Nah. So stronger? Sure. Healthier? Sure. Um, but UPS or USPS? Uh, I don't know. I mean, if it's free, who cares? With zero dollars for both, but who sucks less? Oh, UPS for sure. Okay, that's what I was. That's what I want. Yeah. Earlier when it had gave me the prices, USPS was thirty three dollars. UPS was eleven dollars. Thanks, government. Thanks. Crap. All right, sorry. I cut so, you so I'm like, well, you know, what? What if we do a little? Because we're proud origin. We're proud Jocko Fuel ambassadors. Uh, so, you know, what if to, to put something else out, out there, maybe something to, uh, encourage, inspire others. I'm like, what if I do a little, what if we do a little, a little slim down challenge? Doesn't have to be both of us. You ain't got much to slim anyways. Um, but I'm thinking like towards something, right? So, um, and what I do is, uh, you know, maybe, uh, order complete. Congratulations. Thanks. So proud of you. You're excited. It's like bonus Christmas. Like oh, Santa's going to come and UPS is going to come. What's going to come? What was the first one? Sa- Santa. Santa Claus. Oh, oh. Yeah. You cut out on the FaceTime. Yeah, Papa Noel. Yeah. Oh. Um, 
so uh but i'm like well maybe we maybe we do like i don't know what the, the end target would be right but uh just do uh you know maybe we'll do some posts either to my social media solid seven social media maybe both since i'm thinking of getting rid of mine um of uh like where i don't like seeing people's food so maybe not meals i don't know maybe maybe if i'm doing a little mole cutter maybe a little jacko go maybe a little whatever but uh just a little little blip on the podcast each week i'll be like hey this is what the scale said today we'll see what it says next week get things going in the right direction and i don't know work towards something i i, I don't have it fully fleshed out but the the tie in there on uh on the uh origin main and uh uh, Jocko fuel is, uh, I'm, I'm going to use it as kind of an excuse to, uh, use that same coupon code and try out the new pre-workout. So I'll rock that all throughout the process. Probably throw in some milk there. Definitely plenty of Jocko go along the way and, uh, and see how it goes. Just got to figure out what the, uh, like what the, what the goal is, what the finish line is on that. Mm, 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 so maybe mm. it's like, um, you know, I don't I mean, know. How do you my, want to put your weight out there and go? I'm at this current weight, and my target weight is. this. Oh, I don't care. That? I'm at like 240 right Whoa! now. Whoa! And uh, <laughs> so, what's funny is when I when I say my target weight, which is uh, like 170, 175, people are like, "You would disappear." But um, like my body mass, like my lean mass, is like one one fifty, like muscle mass. So it's like 170, 175 is like twelve percent, like fat mass, like body fat which is not crazy low. Mm. Um, so it's really not that, you know, that whatever. Mm. Uh, but I'm saying like, mm. it did take a minute to get there. That's why I'm saying like, I don't know. I don't know how much we've talked about it on here, but go Ruck has this big event going on in April called Sandlot Jacks um, over like three days in Jacksonville. I'm like, well, maybe, maybe I make the target like, Oh, I'd like to be at X weight by Sandlot Jacks. And uh, we just invite the listeners like, hey, you got some pounds to drop? Like, hey, do it. Do it. Do it with me. Do it with us. Do it. Do it. Whatever. Right. Um, I don't know. I don't know. We'll think about it. We'll think about it. Pray Kira about and I it. were literally just talking about uh, getting because we, we were in a little habit of getting up at five, going to the gym for like an hour or so and then going to work. But we he fell out of that. And uh, it's been quite a few months. And I'm like, I really wish that was just habit for us we were like well it's attainable it's not like it's impossible and we're like i know we just can't have a, a day or a week where you just go oh, i don't feel like it today because then that's how you get out of the habit you just have to suck it up every day and she goes but what about when we go to colorado for christmas and it's like well, you're right but then we should still get up anyways even if we're not going to the gym we still get up maybe we can go do some burpees out in the garage go run in the freezing cold snow who knows? Still possible. Well, yeah, I was, I was going to say, you know, to tie in um, our other affiliate uh, program, which is the, the Go Ruck affiliate program, um, you know, like part of what I would do throughout this process, my uh, Jade and I are still going to Orange Theory and still enjoying that. Um, but we, we downgraded our account a little bit. So doing that twice a week and then incorporating uh, Go Ruck's SRT program with it, their sandbag ruck training program with it, uh, that Cadre DS, who's been on the podcast programs for them. Uh, and doing that part of the time. And then it's, it's no factor. Like you, you take a ruck with you or you take a sandbag, but really you can get a phenomenal workout and body weight only. You just get, you just got to do it. So yeah, that's right. And you know, like you make a great point, which uh, Jocko's always big on that. Right. It's like discipline is greater than motivation. Yeah. Like motivation will fail you when discipline will now and will not. Right. Motivation right. is I'm going to do this today because I feel like it today, but if I didn't feel like it, I wouldn't do it. 
And discipline says I'm doing this whether I feel like it or not because it's what right. it's what needs to be done. Right. And uh, something that you're you're 100 percent right. And then with um, the waking up early, like because I if you would have if two years ago, Josh found out that this Josh, wait, you've waken up at 5 a.m. to go work out. You're you're a madman. That's insane. That's not that's not who you are. But like um the part of the way to get into that habit is no matter what even if you went to bed at like 2 a.m you still get up at five like without a doubt like you get up because then later that night you're going to be tired you're going to go to bed not at 2 a.m again you're going to go to bed earlier because you got no sleep and then the more you just no matter what you get up out of bed and then you that can start building your sleep into the right schedule at night to make you go to bed at a reasonable time eventually you just have to get up the next morning now i think that's the key why five um because she uh she has to be out the door at like seven twenty to make it to her job by eight because she she works a little bit ways away um she's also a woman that takes six years to get ready so we, if we get up at five we're out the door by five ten five fifteen uh, the gym is about 10-ish minutes away, do a solid hour, um, and then get back here. For me, I don't I don't have to do 5 a.m. and then make it to my job. Like, I could probably do 6, but to, if we want to go together, it'd have to be 5. And then if we're back here, I think our hard out at Planet Fit, uh, if we go at 5, I think it's usually about 6.30. We have to be out. And then we, we head back here and she has time to get ready. And then I usually just go walk Kuma. I do like another mile basically with the little pups. And then uh, I go shower, change, and then I had to work myself. But why not evenings? Um, because something always gets in the way. Something always pops up. It's very hard to make that a consistent thing. Um, work. Usually on Wednesday nights, I'm I gotta be there. Um, engagements, like for instance, last night for uh, we were recording on a Saturday. Last Friday night, Kira had her office Christmas party. Tonight, I had my office Christmas party. So it's like things always pop up. Things always get in the way. Nothing's ever yeah. getting in the way at five a.m. There is, yeah, that's the thing that's nice about like for the times of life I've been in that groove of being up early, early. Um, like you have the whole world yourself, like. No one's calling you at five. Notifications aren't going off. Like news isn't being updated. Like it's just, it's everybody else is asleep, um, you know, and you can just really drill in on, you know, rather it's getting up to work on your side hustle, getting up to work out, you know, whatever. Um, that's the, that's that is is, the time to do it. That is the play. Some, sorry. There is something like psychologically awesome too about, like every time I have gotten up at five and go work out and then go to work, I never regret it afterward. But if I do fall out of the rhythm, um, it is really hard to get back into just because of the lack of discipline. But I will say when I am in the rhythm and I'm doing it, it does. You just feel so much better about your day. Well, dude, even the whole day you're yeah. looking back on like, yeah, I did that today. And you can go home and you can chill. Uh, or if, if you have engagements, like it's, you don't have to think, oh, I need to fit in. When can I fit in that workout? You already did. It's done. Yeah, for as much as we've, uh, well, we, I mean, we both used it, so we, we, you know, we mock it lovingly. But as much as we've mocked, like the uh, the Jocko, like wake up track, you know, oh, yeah. like you're gonna feel like a loser 
Um, so, you know, it's whatever he's, you know, he's being hyperbolic and I think, you know, hopefully everybody's in on the joke, but there is too like more than like feeling like a, a, a loser. If you hit the snooze, you sleep in late, you do whatever. Can I play um, it for everyone real quick? Well, I, uh, yeah, I mean, we've played it, we've played it, but let's do it. We have played it, it before. Yeah. I think you, you pulled it up when we were talking to Emily about it. That's right. I did. It's so uh, good. Everyone go listen yeah. to it. Yeah. Oh, all those tracks are good. Sugar Clothed Lies is particularly entertaining. That's the best one. Uh, but there is like more than the the I I at least for me, more than the feeling of like failure if you if you do hit the snooze, you don't get up. Um you definitely it definitely feels like a win if you do get up and do whatever the thing is and get the thing for done. Sure. Like you definitely feel that win. You definitely um, put a notch in the belt of discipline if you can beat that that battle. Yeah. And then I read, um, I think it was, you ever listen to the podcast, Something You Should Know? Uh-uh. It's a pretty good podcast. The host is a little annoying because uh, Jason and I always laugh at it because we're like, <laughs> and, and that's something you, sh- you should know. He's always like, sometimes he's laughing while he's trying to get a sentence out, but yeah. it sounds like just like a fake laugh and we just make fun of it. Anyways, great guy. Uh, God bless him. Um, but uh, he had one lady on talking about the psychology of like getting out of bed the right way to get a good night's sleep, yada, yada. Uh, hitting the snooze button, don't ever hit it because you think you're going to go back to sleep and feel so much better. More often than not, when you do hit the snooze button, uh, you're never truly getting that restful sleep right afterward. Um, also, she says, um, if your alarm goes off, just put two feet on the floor. Like, don't even get up. Just try to put two feet on the floor, and that's a step to help you get up out of bed because that's half the battle. Um, and then at least for the gym I've read to put set your clothes and your shoes like right there already ready to put on as soon as you get up. So then there's not like, Oh, where are my socks or this, that your, your clothes that you're going to wear for the gym. Boom is right there. Kind of helps with that. Um, just getting out of the bed and out the door. I've long had this idea that I think is more doable now than ever. I've seen similar things, but nothing, I've never seen anything exactly like this. Um, uh, you know, there, there's alarm clocks that like involve a puzzle. Like you got to do a little solve before it I was, would, I wouldn't off. even care. I would throw that thing across right. the room. Here, here's my idea for a long time is, uh, like a shower mat, right. That is connected, which this is, I mean, I had this idea for a long time, but this is super doable now with, you know, uh, just uh, Bluetooth and the mesh networks and everything of just like the alarms connected to the shower mat and the, Alarm doesn't turn off until the shower mat senses the warmth of water and has weight on it. Boom. I mean, I you guess you could turn this. I guess you could turn after you wake up before a workout. Oh, I'm a I'm a morning showerer for sure. Before but, the workout. Uh, well, I'm not a morning workouter either. So oh, oh, I, I okay. mean, this uh, you know, this is a, but mo- but most people aren't, and a lot of people shower in the morning. So I mean, this doesn't yeah. work for all schedules. But I'm like, at the point that you're standing in there wet, you're not going to go lay back down. No, yeah. Yeah. So I could see that. I could see that. So have at that. I would say Apple get on it, but uh, they would build it in China. So I don't know. Maybe Samsung can knock it out. <laughs> I just want them to make a solid OS without uh, it being riddled with bugs and suck. I feel like there's some specifics behind this. <laughs> yeah, like I just feel like my phone has stupid glitches that I just don't. I don't know. I feel like every year it's gotten worse. Like they keep going, "Here's all your new features," but I'm like, "Yeah, but like sometimes I can't swipe up to go home. 
like because the phone has froze. For instance, not so much the phone. I'm going to hate on the Mac right now. Uh, I updated my Mac to the newest OS and Monterey. Don't like it. I did it so I could have the focus thing, the new do not disturb crap. Mm hmm synced across all the devices because manually telling my Mac to go on D&D when I told my phone to go on D&D is entirely too much for me to handle. Uh, that and the new messages stuff and the new FaceTime stuff. So I thought I'll upgrade a little sooner than I normally would. And uh, my my external hard drive that you know has all my work projects, all my videos that I do for my, my job is on. Uh, every time I plug it in and I try to mount it to the computer, I when I first plugged it in after the update, it would not mount to the computer. The computer could see it. And then when I click the mount button and disk utility, it would say cannot mount error or something like that. And of course my gut drops and I'm like, Oh my God, am I going to lose? Did this hard drive just crap out? Um, some Googling people are like, Oh, do first aid. And I did first aid <clears throat> one time. It, it succeeded. Most of the time it just fails. But because I've done it so many times now at this point, what I have to do is when I plug it in, it's just like, go 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 for a walk for like 10 15 minutes because it for whatever reason just takes about that long ish for it to just appear and it's fine and it runs great whatever but for whatever reason monterey my external hard drive isn't mounting right there's a bunch of other little glitches that aren't coming to my head right now because it's late but uh i just feel like the os and my phone and different apple things just aren't as solid as i think it used to be because back in the day i remember always thinking like this is magic how this just works. And yeah. that was their marketing thing. It just works. And I feel like it's things are just more well, buggy today than they've been in a long time. Well, and it's definitely more commonplace, you know, to have like, you know, they'll announce the OS when, whenever, uh, and they'll announce the features and all that. But that's like the OS drops and not all the features are there. Yeah. Right. Like if you don't have it squared away, shut your mouth. Yeah. Like that um, never I don't feel like that ever used to be a thing. No, and it, it's just it just seems like that extra quality control is lacking. And I don't think I'm alone here. I've seen that kind of sentiment given a bunch online, especially when I'm in forums trying to figure out why I'm having certain issues and that seems to be the general sentiment like it's just simple things that Apple should just take a little bit longer to just kind of tweak, fine tune it, make it just a little sharper and cuz like it's nothing complete phone breaking or Mac breaking. But if once you have like 20 little hiccups here and there, it's starting to get like, okay, yeah. this is a little, this is a little much. Now. Dude, it's funny that you bring, bring this up tonight. Cause I was literally just having this internal dialogue today. I mean, 100% this was today um, of just like, I, I, I'm just getting more and more um, irked about everything being made in China. Like you just can't, um, even if you're avoiding the news, it's hard not to hear constant news just about, you know, China just, uh, you know, I mean, we talk about it on here plenty, right? But just increased aggression, increase, you know, China, you know, Taiwan's a mess. They're testing these hypersonic missiles, all this stuff. And it just like the more I read about it, the more time I, I spend kind of pondering it. Like I'm not wasting away my days on this, but like when it, when it comes to mind, just like man just we're like we're funding this like every dollar of you know like every dollar they're spending uh to undermine um you know uh america or uh, just the west in general or democracy i'm like 
what percentage of those dollars are coming from us? Like it's, it's a lot, mm. right? And so like, I, I've really gotten more in the habit now of like, if I'm buying a thing, like I'll, I'll flip it over and I'm like, eh, yeah, if, if it's China more and more now, I'm like, mm, I, do I really need this? Do I need this? And are there really no other options? Uh, right. and like, I'm so ingrained in, um, like the Apple ecosystem now, it'd be a tough extraction. I mean, I are just pictures, files, everything, but man, a, a phone that's made in career or something's really starting to look more attractive. Yeah. You know, I'm like, and I, like, I never hated the Google, like I never hated the Android operating system when I was on it ever. Uh, I never, I never hated windows. The reason I switched ecosystems was because of laptop hardware at the time. This was like, I think 2011 or 2012 was the first personal MacBook uh, we bought. It was because I got sick of replacing, you know, crappy windows machines every 18 to 24 months and start asking around and had several friends with MacBooks who were, you know, five, six, seven years in on their MacBook and running a current OS. I'm like, well, clearly that's the way to go. But right. now there's so many high quality laptops. I feel like the only place nobody's really competing well in is tablets. Yeah, I feel I like phones, smart home, computer, everything else, like it's it's comparable. Like it's it, there's just not that that edge in in you know like just the intuition of the OS and stuff like that. I don't feel like that's there as much as it used to be. Yeah, I could see that. You know, there is a big advantage with the M1 chips and the fact that Apple's making the hardware and the software, and that's a big advantage. But right. I'm not doing anything fancy with any of my devices anyways. It's not like I need massive computing power. I'm not doing video work. I'm not gaming. It's like I need a, a web portal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I think I'm too ingrained in Apple. I mean, I'm going to sit here and complain because I don't care. Uh, but I, I'm too ingrained to leave it so... I mean, I guess you could think of that whole saying of like, let your wallet do your talking, you know, and if if it's not going to be up to par what I want, I don't have to keep giving them money. Yeah. But at the same time, iMessage is dope and I have a lot of movies and iTunes and the way everything does talk to each other when it does work is great. But if you want to see me hit rage level 100 in a second, have my Wi-Fi cut out and it not make sense why it's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Kira has learned that side of me. She's like, you you get mad at that really fast. And I'm like, because when technology, it's when you know it's supposed to work one way and it's not working and it doesn't make sense, I'm at 100 like in a second. And I'm like, yeah. this should just work. And then I'm kicking Kuma and I'm throwing her off the balcony. It's a thing. Well, and the funny thing is the reality is that most of it works most of the time. Like, right. you know, we're probably upwards of like 99% uptime on devices, services, sure. everything. And we're just so spoiled now, you know, and then I don't, I don't know about like you with Kira, but like I'm the tech driver in the house, like the new gadgets, the new, whatever. Yeah, same. I'm the one that drives that. So then that like half a percentage of time when they are down, it's, you know, everybody looking at you, they're like, it, it, it's like being the, the sound guy at church when there's feedback, like every head in the room snaps to you. I'm like, yeah. well, I didn't point the microphone at the monitor. That wasn't me that did that. Right. Um, 
So, but it's like the Wi-Fi goes down or the device isn't doing exactly what it's supposed to do because it's been up and running for like 48 straight days with no restart and no whatever. And it's like, well, right. are you going to do something about this? I'm like, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a piece of garbage. It's my fault. I was just talking <laughs> to care about that because uh, I just bought these two like switches. Um, Ikea's smart home stuff is slept on, I think. Yeah. Um, I'm really intrigued I, by their smart blinds. That's the one I'm kind of eyeballing. Uh, we live in apartments, so we don't need to do that one, but I have like all their bulbs. Um, and I have their, I have a lot of smart plugs from Ikea. They're 10 bucks. You can't. And Wemo was giving me issues. So, uh, I switched to their plugs and then they just released like these like little square, maybe two inch by two inch square thing, um, button and you can set it to do whatever you can single press. It does an action. You double press. It does another action. Or if you hold it, it can do another action. So the other night, Kuma at like 5 AM, um, she hops out of the bed and it was enough to like where it woke me up and she went and sat by the door and just stared at us. And I thought I let you poop right before we went to bed. So I don't know why you're staring at me to go out. You don't have to go. And then all of a sudden she starts vomiting. I'm like, oh, cool. That's what you're doing. And so I immediately yelled, like, I don't want to say it too loud because all my devices will do it. And I think you're sleeping. But I would yell, hey, Siri, lights on. And then, boom, all the lights in the house turn on. And But, like, when you're in a panic, you know, or if something were hitting the fan, you're, you, you're saying it quickly because you're, you get on. But she always sometimes hears me say lights off instead of lights on. And so then she doesn't do the action. And then everyone's dead. And I, and I can't save anyone. So then I thought, let's just get one of those buttons, place it by the bed, whatever. And so I set that up. We were talking, and I was, we were talking about it, and I'm like, if I died, would you still continue with this smart home stuff? Like, would you still keep all these? She's like, yeah, I think so. But she said, but the moment it stops, anything doesn't work or something gets weird. She goes, I think I would just get rid of it, and because I'd be so sad because you're gone, and you would be the one to fix it and solve it, and I wouldn't want to deal with it. And I was like, you know. So she could just marry another nerd. That's true too, because I would assume I would die young and be, and be with the Lord. Just kidding. I don't want that. Dude. It's funny that you, you bring that up in our ongoing saga of dogs and kids being the same thing. Uh, you know, like part of why we're recording on Saturday, you had some, some freelance work to get done on Thursday, but uh, Wednesday, you know, my wife and I are sound asleep in our bed and I feel a tap on my shoulder and it's my, my son. Um, but that, does that ever freak you out or do you like instantly know it's him? No, at this point, like you, you know, it's, he doesn't come in every night or, or even most nights. Is your door um, open or it's unlocked? Ready? Yeah. I mean, well, he'll, no, he'll, oh, oh. no, I mean, normally oh, that's just... what I hear is the door first. Oh, okay. Um, Sorry, I got way you too know, logistical. But he's on gotten that in. Uh, you know, I don't know how. He's our our oldest. He's our he was our first. So it's like you know everything we know about parenting is up through like his age and beyond that we we don't know. So it's like you don't know what's normal. Uh, so if Marley, so does if this he has marijuana, moment, you don't know how to treat that yet. I learned it by you watching bet. you, Dad. God, those commercials <laughs> were awful. Like uh, people probably did more drugs because of the Dare commercials, but. Um, <laughs> So, uh, but he's it, like the, he's gotten in this mode and his sister picks up on a little bit of like, he's realized like saying my ear hurts or I don't feel good or I have a stomach ache. Those types of things can kind of get him some leeway or maybe get him, get him something that he wants. Right. So a little bit of a, a crying wolf situation, but then the problem is sometimes it's, it's real. Right. So it's like, you don't, 
you can't just flat ignore it. So then you kind of turn into like the Sherlock Holmes of childhood ailments. Um, but so he comes in and he's saying, uh, you know, my, my tummy hurts. And I immediately just assume like he's just wanting there to be a reason for me to not just take him right back to his room and his bed. So I'm like, you know, so the dilemma then, I'm sure you go through this with Kuma uh, when she doesn't feel good. The dilemma is like, is what what's the what's the win here, right? Like, if I can let him crawl into, at this point in night, I can let him crawl into our bed and everybody's back to sleep. And maybe it's not a great night's sleep because he, you know, he flops around like a fish out of water, uh, but everybody's asleep. Or I can spend 30, 45 minutes, you know, fighting, crying, getting him resettled and back to sleep in his bed. So at that point in that night, I'm like, okay, buddy, just climb into bed. And uh, the second I say that, like before he can even climb into the bed, he's actually throwing up. I'm like, oh, so this is one of the real ones, Um, you know, but it was like so convenient. So all that to say, like that was Wednesday night. So we we hardly got any sleep Wednesday night with that going on. So then Thursday night, I'm like, hey, bro, I'd really like to go to bed if we could record another day. Yep. But uh, being able to say, you know, Siri, you know, turn on the, the lights in the master was yeah. convenient for the cleanup uh, of vomit. One of three that evening. Yeah. Uh, which it, was I mean, really nice. smart lights are, it's definitely a luxury, but uh, if you're going to Ikea route, it's much more affordable than Hue. Hue is the best for sure. And like the color temperature of a Hue bulb is far better that or like crisper you can that's like a red but ikea's red that's it's it's not red yeah but like for instance you know but like it's it's kind of like man tomato tomato like i'm spending literally a fourth the cost on the ikea bulb and it does the same task it's just not as smooth or nice what was really nice about them and this is um like the one tip i give everybody that's about to become a parent is doing smart lights in the kids room yeah, the, for the in, red light in the nursery. Yeah, because when you got to get up and feed or do a diaper change, like being able to do just red, like a soft red mm-hmm. or an or an amber that doesn't have the blue light, like right. it just allows you to get in, get out, and disturb their sleep as much, like as little as possible. Yeah, that's cool. um, and it, that it's just worth and and to be able to do that with one word, like to be able to say yeah. like, "Hey, diaper change. Hey, nap time. Hey, bedtime." Yeah, um, I mean, we still use that. I mean, there, there's cues now. I've just got them automated for time of day at this point. But a certain time of day, like white noise just starts playing on home pods in my kids' rooms, and their their lights turn. You know, for Marley, it's like a, a deep pink or something, and for for Marcus, a red. And uh, you know, then when they're down, down the lights, the lights go down, and that's it. But uh, yeah, it, I have a lot of most of the stuff at this point is automated. But yeah, I do use the home pods for. Uh, commands often i did uh but the downside to the ikea plug going from wemo on the wemo plug itself there's a physical button to turn it on or off so like i have a plug on the coffee maker and so one of the automation scenes is in the morning every morning at seven uh all the lights are the cool white instead of a warm white you know to simulate sunlight kind of uh and then the coffee automatically turns on uh but wemo keeps giving me issues it just won't connect to wi-fi Oh, uh, and it's just, I was sick of dealing with it after months of trying to figure it out. So then switch to the Ikea plugs. There's no physical button on the Ikea plug. Weird. So like usually what I do is when uh, it automatically turns on, makes the pot of coffee. When I go pour the coffee, I'm going to turn off the coffee maker because it's done. But I don't, I, it was first roll paints. I was tired of, there's no way to physically turn it off unless I unplugged it. So I would have to go, hey, turn off the coffee. 
I got sick of doing that. So I spent $7 and bought one of those little switches and put it right next to the coffee. And so a single press turns it on, hold press turns it off, a double press sets the that good morning scene if uh, it wasn't already set. So, yeah, dude. And then so then when I thought when Kuma threw up the other day, I was like, I wish I could turn on the lights quicker if I were in a panic or if something were happening, I need the lights on quicker without having to worry about Siri hearing me or not correctly. I put, I bought two more of those switches, put them on. I, they have like three M tape on one side. So I just stuck it on the side of our nightstands right by the bed on each side. And, uh, if I need, if you need to click on the lights in a hurry right there, the entire apartment turns on. And then I forgot to say this earlier when Kuma threw up, dude, it was gnarly. So she she's doing the like so we're like oh god so we're getting ready for it to to explode out of her she vomits his big black ball boom just lands on the ground probably like a little bit smaller than a tennis ball just lands on the carpet and we're both staring at it like what are we looking at my first thought was did you just throw up part of like your lung did you just throw up part of your intestines or something and it's just blood like deep blood all over it. And I'm like, no, this is not what it is. And I thought, is that a mouse? Is that a rat? I'm like, no, that's not what it is either. Kira gets a paper towel, kind of scoops it up. Homegirl ate part of her blanket. She like ripped <laughs> off part of a blank, the blanket that she sleeps with in her kennel during the day. She ate half of like some of it and threw it up. Hey, I'm like, what is your deal, girl? Hey, hey Josh. Hey, you know what human kids don't do? eat part of their blanket eat their but, they eat, blankets. but they eat other stupid crap don't they don't they like <sighs> i see i hear people talk about how quick their like, kids are with their hands like they'll like, grab like legos and shove it in their mouth and i've heard i've heard stories like that yeah that's a thing but I, I haven't heard about a kid eating a blanket i haven't heard that one yeah she's also kuma's also eating um at this point i'm not concerned if she does eat stuff because she's eating so much weird crap and nothing bad has happened yet uh, that I'm at this point, I think she's just a, a disposal, a garbage disposal, and uh, it, it's more than not, it's been okay so far. Yeah, the, I mean, their stomachs are, are definitely a different, I mean, they're not vultures, but it's definitely a different deal than ours. They, I feel like they can take quite a... They're they're pretty resilient so far, it yeah. seems. So, but no, I tell you what really finally made, like a lot of the, you know, the smart home stuff I've done had felt more, you know like first world problems, total convenience, no real whatever. What really made it click where I'm like, oh, this is what it what it should be like. If you put in the work on, on like programming some scenes and automations, that gets really useful. Uh, yeah. But when I finally bought a motion sensor, I bought a Hue motion sensor and put it in, yeah. in the hallway. Ikea has motion sensors too for half the cross. Anyways. I was going to ask if, if you had seen that because I do want to add at least one more to the house. But like just one in the hallway has been nice because like our hallway doesn't get a lot of exterior light, especially depending on what's going on with the curtains in any given, you know, bedroom or anything off of it. So, um, you know, with it in the hallway, any time of day you walk into the hall in my house, the light comes on in that hallway. Now it comes on at different uh, color temperatures and intensities depending on the time of day, which again right. is dope. But then also like, I don't have to worry about setting 
um, like a good morning automation, like what, at, past a certain time, I can't remember what I have it set to. Once somebody walks into the hallway, the hall light still comes on dim, but like my family room and my kitchen lights turn on. Like my good morning scene fires up once it sees motion. So if I'm up early, if I'm up late, whatever. What's your time? What's your, yeah, what's your time? I on think that? anytime after like five, you know, for like 5 a.m. is when that kicks off. What if, what if you're just getting up to take a leak? Uh, well, I, I don't have to go into that hallway to go to the bathroom. What if someone else gets up to take a leak? It's still no, no factor. Like those lights would just stay on, but it's, who cares? I guess you're right. Well, I, it's just a little bit harder because we live in an apartment. So we, like your place, that kind of thing makes more sense. But an apartment, it's a little bit harder because it's, you know, my apartment's one big room for the yeah. most part. So if any, I, there's really no, I've thought about the motion sensor thing and there's really no good place to put it because. Yeah. The one other place I really want one right now is uh, my guest bath, like for, to just walk in there no matter who it is time of day and it, have it light up. I do want to, in our bathroom, because like if I do have to take a leak in the middle of the night, what is really annoying is flipping on that light and it is brighter than yeah the sun and especially if you're taking a leak at like 3 a.m or something what i would love to do is put smart lights in the there's like four bulbs up there that's why i haven't done it because it's four yeah. bulbs um but i would love to put smart lights in there and then with the motion sensor so when i do walk in at night it would just see me and be a yeah. dark red or something now so recent updates something i did that was fun because you can use uh like connected cameras as motion sensors as well uh, Mine is a hit or miss. The brand I got. Uh, I'm. I've got some Eufy cameras outside, uh, which I have is Eufy. anchor. I have is Eufy anchor. Indoor. Um, and so we had this. Only happened one time while we've lived here, but we had somebody ding dong ditch, and I, you know, I saw him on. Uh, we, you know, we've got a ring and we've got a Eufy on the front door, so you know, I saw him, and it was, you know, no harm, no foul, good, good, clean, fun. Uh, but what I did after that was built an automation uh, based off my Eufy camera that if it detects motion. Like uh, we've got like the porch light and then there's carriage lights, you know, like the, just the lights on the walls out front. Yeah. So the carriage lights stay on all night. It's it's a good idea to have lighting outside of your home at night. Uh, deters near do wells. It's a good security thing, but I don't like leaving the porch light on because it attracts the bugs and blah, 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 yakety schmackety. But now when that Eufy camera detects light, like it turns on the porch light mm. and like my living room lights, which are like right there on that front of the house and like the, right. the four year lights. So it gives every indication that somebody is awake, knows you're there and is turning these lights on. That's cool. uh, so I'm just like, I, I, I haven't caught it on video, but I'd like to think that it's scared a couple of little punks at least once or twice at this point. I did have that same thing with our indoor camera. I think I've talked about it on here. I have an indoor cam facing the living room of the apartment because maintenance around here, our lease says that they'll let us know when they come into the apartment, but they haven't yet. So I just like that peace of mind and security of, and then I, it's an apartment. So I, it's kind of weird to have a ring on the, on the door frame outside. Um, and then I like to, if someone were to break in, if uh, we were out and Kuma's home, at least I have a video record of it and I can get, try to get home, whatever. But when we're home, it's off because of automations. But at night I changed it in home kit to where if it did detect movement, um, my lamp would go red one that would let me know there's movement out in the living room. Something's up Two, um, it would go red so that I, I could still see in the living room and stuff to get to the bathroom. But what's the downside of it being in home kit is there's no sound detection with it. It's only motion sensor. But when you use Eufy through the Eufy app, not in home kit, 
sound is able to be added yeah. and the alarm turn on with the, the cam the, the camera will sound like a rant 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 noise which could deter someone if they were to break in but um so that's the downside of it being in home kit so i just i don't use the ufi camera through home kit which is annoying and then um which i could arm the camera like if we're home it's off basically but then when we leave the geofence of our apartment it kicks on right but the way Yuffie's geofencing works sucks because it's like they have it quote in beta. So every time it's just habit for me now, when I come and go, I just arm it and disarm it yeah. whenever I, I leave. But I would love it just to be in home kit, but have motion sensor that can trigger the alarm and could be off sound. But it doesn't. There's like, it's like, it's like, why did you pick certain features home kit to work and not others? But then Yuffie has some features yeah. that whatever. No, there's no yeah. rhyme or reason. Like they could again. This goes back to like it's just not the same old Apple. Uh, right. Like HomeKit's just not as good as it should be. And I can't remember which which update screwed me recently. The latest OS update definitely screwed me. Uh, but something broke in HomeKit for me before that. Where, like I said, I've got uh, my hall light on the motion sensor. So at night, like particularly around bedtime for the kids and after bedtime for the kids, that light comes on really low, like fifteen percent is what it's set to. But ever since an update, I don't know how far back ago, um, it's been a while now, it flashes on full brightness now when it comes on and then turns down to that 15% intensity. I'm like, well, no, that's more obnoxious than if it just came on full and stayed on full. So that annoys mm -hmm. me. And I've tried everything I can think of to do. I've removed the light. I've done all kinds of stuff, right? Like I've disconnected the, like physically removed the light from home kit, from the system, the whole shebang. I can't get it to not do it. Which is weird because I've got other lights in automations that come on at lower intensities. I don't know what the deal is there, but then that's a hue light. Yeah, that's a hue light. Yeah, that's a mm -hmm. that's a it's a. It, I was gonna say that's a fifty dollar bulb. It's not though because it's not the full color one. Um, but then I, I not too long ago um, I bought one of the MyQ things to connect to my garage door to tie my garage door into HomeKit, and I've got an August lock on the door in from my garage, so. Apple's, you know, whatever, you know, we live in a litigious world. Everybody sues for everything. So Apple's got to be super careful. So things that are tied to your doors and locks and stuff for an automation, it would make you confirm it. Right. So that, you know, you couldn't act, you wouldn't accidentally be opening up your house without knowing it or somebody's around, mm -hmm. but you could get around it using a shortcut. So you could build the actions you wanted into a shortcut, say like, Hey, open my garage door and unlock the August lock. You could build that into a shortcut and then you could mm -hmm. tell the automation in home to run the shortcut. And then you didn't have to do the confirmation where that became really, really cool and useful, particularly when you're dealing with, you know, kids and, and all that stuff is I just had it set to where, Whenever anybody who's in our home pulled up to the house, the garage door opened and the door unlocked. You don't have to mm -hmm. touch anything. You don't have to think about anything. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to talk to Siri. Right. Nothing. That workaround right. since uh, iOS 15, that workaround is completely gone. Can't do it. You have to confirm anytime you want that automation to run, even if it's built. That's so in, annoying. Even if it's built into a shortcut. I'm like, this is pointless. That yeah. totally, completely defeats the purpose. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, automations are awesome. I mean, they do some, I mean, if you don't care for this kind of stuff, it could sound like, like we're bougie and whatever, but like once it, if it, once it works, so like you said, it's, it is incredible because like I have automations, all the lights, uh, turn off when I leave, but then, uh, when the last person leaves, so both Kira and I both leave, uh, 
all the living room lights turn off, I think. But then in the bedroom, there's a certain scene and the home power play music for Kuma and her fan. We have a fan on a smart plug that just aims at her kennel because she has Husky first. She gets hot. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to pump the AC for Kuma. Love you, but I'm not going to do that. So we just put a fan and the fan kicks on. When we come home, that scene turns off. Uh, depending on the time of day we get home, it's a ho- it's two different scenes. Like if we come home during the day, the lights are set at a certain tone. If we come home at night, it's more warm, dark colors, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, I've got um, like our, I I do that with our our kitchen lights, right? Like our our garage <coughs> is right off our kitchen. So if if somebody gets home at night, it and the kitchen lights aren't on, it turns them on. So you're walking right. into that kitchen stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it it you know, I won't say it only solves first world problems. It it definitely solves mostly first world problems. But there there are some some like legitimately beneficial applications, particularly to um, you know, like sleep and circadian rhythms where you can make it so that the light in your house more accurately tracks um, with daylight, so it's easier to get to bed. It's easier to wake up. Um, so yeah, it's it's a little bougie and tech nerdy, but there are some some real life applications and benefits that I, I think are real. Like I said, man, if if you've got kids, smart lights in their rooms are worth their weight in gold, particularly yeah. when they're when they're infants. Uh, and I mean, originally, smart home life was really expensive, especially I mean, I love Hue. I think Hue's dope. I have the Hue light strip behind my TV. And I think this bulb right next to me on this desk is just a Hue bulb. So I have several Hue, but I've swapped most out uh, for Ikea stuff. And Ikea stuff is much more affordable. And it does work with HomeKit. Yeah, which is which is the big game changer because some people use home uh, smart home stuff, but they use those native apps. I'm like, I never want to have to open the Hue app. I just want to do everything from my lock screen on my iPhone using HomeKit. Yeah, and I still with my I still go to to the Hue app for certain things. It's just e- quicker and easier for certain things. But that, oh, to me, I that's a not the last time I've opened Hue. Yeah, honestly, I do open the IKEA one. Well, I just set up those two switches earlier, but other than that, I don't even think I opened the IKEA app. Hardly ever. Where's IKEA making their stuff? Uh, Switzerland, Sweden. Where is it? Sweden or is it China? Or is it from China? I don't know. Show me a bulb. Do what? No, I mean they're definitely based in in Sweden, but uh, I'm wondering who's making their tech for them. They've done some stuff. They've done some collabs with Sonos on some things. Yeah, those speakers seem cool. cool. Yeah. But I uh, I was glad that those little cute buttons that I just bought they're called shortcut buttons I think yeah um, they I didn't I read initially online before I bought them that they did not work in HomeKit and I was kind of bummed about that which doesn't make sense why does everything else from IKEA work in HomeKit but then uh, when I was looking at the HomeKit app I saw the two but the buttons in there and I was like oh snap they do work in HomeKit and so I did a little more googling I think they they're probably newly added to HomeKit. Yeah. From when I saw the article. And so I'm able to add it to the actual scenes in my house because I was recreating the scenes through IKEA that I normally have in HomeKit, which is kind of like I don't have time to make this twice. Yeah. But then now I don't have to because I can just use the scenes already made in HomeKit, which yeah. is cool. Yeah, very cool. I would love another August smart lock, but I just Kira said a couple months ago I could get one. I don't know what she would say now. Uh but I just biting off that what is it? $200 price tag on the new one. Yeah, I don't know. They run a few good sales a year. Yeah, it's just... I don't know. It's, it's just one of my favorite pieces of smart tech. Like it's, what? It, it's one of my favorite pieces of smart tech. Like it's just... It was my favorite when I did have one. Yeah, it's just worked well from, from day one and continues to. Yeah. Yeah. So... 
Uh, I'd like to get another smart thermostat, but there's no point in an apartment. Yeah, we've got a we we did like a complete system overhaul a few years ago. So I have like I really wanted to go Ecobee, um, but and I could have, but the company installing my system said to use anything other than the branded uh, smart thermostat that came with it would void the warranty on it. I'm like, well, there, there's there's that. Um, so it's been, it's been okay though. Like their app is okay. The, the thermostat itself is it's, it looks nice. I mean, it looks like a small tablet on the wall. It's, it looks cool. Um, but functionally it's, it's fine. But what I, what I really liked about, um, the Ecobee is being able to place the individual sensors in rooms Yeah. to be like, Hey, no, if this room isn't this temperature or, you know, whatever, um, which is one of the, uh, the nice things I, I use, um, because my house is so, so long and the thermostats like, you know, towards the front of one side that it can have a hard time where like what the thermostat thinks the temperature in the house is, is not really what it's reading, like down at the farthest bedrooms. Um, right. so the Ecobee would have been nice for that, but that's one of the things that's cool about the hue motion sensor is it's also got temperature and humidity built into it. Mm. Uh, so I can, I can look at that sensor and be like, no, like what is the temperature actually at that end of the house? right now right um, so that's kind of a quick a quick google search it just seems like i just keep seeing sweden on yeah. their crap so i don't now, i don't know and if i think go. we talked about it on here at one point like somebody did a teardown and figured out that there's either humidity or temperature sensors or both in the, in the home pod minis it's like let's let's have at it what's going on I here see, oh i'm seeing mexico maybe they have some supply chains in mexico mexico i'm okay with that it seems like it I just, I'm, or at least this one part that I looked up, yeah. their uh, the remote control looks like it's made of Mexico, maybe. Well, I'm I'm a okay with that. Yeah. So I'll buy I'll buy made in Mexico. Dude, did you hear about these crazy tornadoes yesterday? I guess last night. In Florida. No. Well, no. Like, um, they're trying to determine right now if it was like. Uh, one consistent tornado or if it was bands of tornadoes, but there was at least one, one band, if not one tornado um, that crossed like four States. If it was one, it'll be a record for like the longest, like a run where, of a tornado where? in history. Um, I can't remember which States. Let me pull it up. It was mid- middle. I typed in tornado and Kentucky popped up right after. Yeah. It, it hit four States. Kentucky was part of it. I think like at minimum 70 people died in Kentucky. Six States. Yeah, it's insane. Well, there were, then there were other tornadoes that touched down in Illinois and somewhere else that weren't a part of the big main stretch. Holy crap, uh, more than 80 feared dead. Frick. Yeah, and that's that's probably in like one of the states. They're talking about it probably being like the most the the deadliest, uh, you know. Oh, that's whatever. just Kentucky they're saying. Yeah. More, could be more than. Yeah, it's crazy. One of them and I think it was part of the separate ones. I think it might have been in what touched down in Illinois. Um, hit like an Amazon warehouse. Uh, there were people trapped in there. A couple of people dead in there. Um, wow. Crazy. It's because of global warming, dude. Well, you know, you're saying that, you know, tongue in cheek, but then even the president and his remarks today, like couldn't, couldn't pass up the opportunity, you know, mm-hmm. to push his environmental agenda and, and talk about like today is not the day, dude. Like people are still digging people out of rubble. And it's just, it's so annoying because it's like, no, we... Maybe like, it was a government-made tornado. Like, we've had tornadoes b- before. They've killed people before. Yeah. That's why I'm like, living in Florida, you always hear it like, oh, you know, that's it's more and bigger hurricanes and worse than ever. It's, it's we not, didn't have one this year. It's not, it's not though. <laughs> it's it's not. Um, 
Dang. Yeah. I just, okay, that's fire. Have you ever listened to, sorry, I had a pop-up on my iPad. It's going to interrupt me real quick, but uh, have you ever listened to the Hardcore History Podcast? Dan Carlin? No. It's no. fantastic. It's probably, it's, uh, I don't know that it's one of the top podcasts in the world, but it's one of the best podcasts in the world, hands down. And I uh, just had a, a Twitter notification that Elon tweeted that he just did an episode with Dan Carlin for Hardcore History. That's freaking awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Looking forward. That's exciting. Yay. I so, really like Elon. Yeah. I'm a, did you see? He posted this week. Let's make this the Elon Twitter podcast. But he posted this week, I'm thinking of quitting all my jobs and becoming an influencer. That's funny. <laughs> He's such a gangster and I hate him. Well, here's what's glorious about him. That could, like, equal odds that that's a joke or 100% he means it. Could go, I mean, even odds yeah. either either way. Yeah. No, he's a genius. And I, oh, I like my him. gosh. He's just such a glorious troll. And um, hey, while I'm being so distracted you- by my iPad, uh, our friends over at, uh, at Origin, Origin sent us uh, an update that we got a new new referral order. Somebody, what? somebody bought somebody bought something with our discount code. It all connects. Crazy. That's hey, cool. you sure you don't want to buy this Nintendo Switch OLED for me? Ugh, I, I'll give you fifty bucks. Nothing. Fifty-five. Um, did I did I tell you how I ended up with two? I'll trade Switch? you. Did I'll trade you for my rock that you still have? I did think about that. I was like, how about you give me like. 300 bucks and I keep the rock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll trade you straight up for the rock and the weight. That is not at all. An even trade. <sighs> hey, that rock's got character. Your switch has nothing but a no led screen. Um, but I have, cause, uh, I think what it was is I bought a GameStop bundle, but then a couple days later, Amazon had to drop and that was cheaper. So then I thought, let me just return the GameStop bundle, but then I was like, "Oh, I could sell it," and so I'm trying to do that now. Yeah, yeah. I think we talked about that with uh, with Mike, with Mike. Yeah, but so I've never played a Nintendo Switch really before. Yeah, and um, and so I've been playing it. I've been playing it Mario Super Mario sixty four, dude. Dude, Mario sixty four. It's cool tech, man, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and but what sucks though is it came in maybe Tuesday or Monday or Tuesday night, and I've just had nonstop things every night this week, and I've only had like little spurts to play it, and I'm like, I just want to sit and play this stupid thing. Just, well, that's the beauty. Just take it, just take it with you, man. Yeah, I, it feels kind of weird sitting at a gig, <laughs> sitting in the back with a Nintendo Switch. I'm like, <laughs> like, doesn't, look, like you're doesn't strike professional. Like you're like, some <laughs> seven year old that somebody drug along that doesn't really exactly. want to be there. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a 30-year-old man sitting in the uh, back of this room with a Nintendo Switch. Here, here, sweetie, put your headphones on and play this and be quiet. Right. But it is it is pretty cool. Um, I did find a couple of used games on GameStop and uh, got Mario Odyssey and uh, Link. Uh, what's the Link game? The Zelda game? Breath of the Wild? Yes. Fantastic. So I got found them used on GameStop and uh, picked those up. And uh, Kira, I bought her uh, the the one Animal Crossing game. So soon she'll pass uh, Miranda in uh, followers if she creates an Instagram. Will she promote uh, our followers to or her our podcast or our followers? Because, mm-hmm. dude. So uh, I don't know if you saw this uh, on there. Segway, segway, segway. Um, but uh, you and your wife made another appearance on uh, the Either Neither podcast, and so yes. like they post about the episode. 
they post about you. There's pictures of you guys. I believe Kuma's in the picture. Is there any any mention of of the Solid Seven Podcast or host of Solid Seven Podcast? Nothing. Nothing. I don't Nothing. think I did. I'm gonna quit liking. Well, I don't know. I didn't. I, full disclosure. Shockingly, haven't listened to your whole episode on there, so I don't Aww. know if you dropped anything. But I'm saying in like their promotional posts and stuff. Oh, I see. Like no mention hey, of we like had the hey, host of Solid Seven. Yeah, Josh from Solid Seven Podcast and his wife drop back by. None. No, none of that. I'm done clicking like on their things. I'll tell you that right Here's now. Here's the thing, Kale. They see me more than just a podcast. So they see me as a friend, and they just see their friend Josh, and they want their friend Josh to 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 be known. Sure, yeah. sure, yeah. sure. Um, right. but Next, yeah, I don't think I made any. Plugs. They're ever back on here. They I'm not even have, using. They might have mentioned it at one yeah. point in the episode. They're ever back but, on here. I'm not even mentioning last names, let alone their podcast. Because that's what? that's that's a uh, Cody that's leadership. Cody and Murr. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> Here's Cody and Murr. They don't do anything. Murmur and Coco. <laughs> Uh, so before we deviate too far from gaming, were you ever like, did you ever play or get into Last of Us? Yeah, I've played both, and I think I've platinum both of them. So you know, HBO's doing like a live action show. Yep, based Pedro on Pascal it. Pascal is Joel, and some chick is Ellen or whatever her name is. And Ellie. Nick Offerman is going to play Bill. Yep, Ron. Yeah, I saw that. I wonder how he'll play it because I can't. The, that Bill's guy's voice is so distinct in my mind and I can't Nick doesn't seem like he has that same kind of character but maybe he can pull it off and it'll be outside of what we've normally seen him because yeah. Bill's kind of crazy he's kind of losing it right I'm just uh, I'm just down to see Nick Offerman in anything ever ever anywhere I'm, I'm excited to see him as someone not just straight faced and kind of boring yeah not that yeah. he's boring but you know what I mean like just he's just monotone ish Boring like you, you know. Oh, I love him. He's my well. I was gonna say he's my spirit animal, but I, we're, we're talking Ron Swanson, not not Nick. But uh, did I tell you I bought that um, Ryan Holiday book pack that you sent me? You did. I'm proud of you. Did you get yeah. it? Did you get it already? Did I what? Did you get it yet? Yeah, it came in uh, like a week ago. Yeah. Whatever you sent to me, I think I bought it right then and there. Yeah. Yeah, you did, or at least that's what you indicated to me. Yeah, for those of you that have been intrigued by us talking about Stoicism or, or Ryan Holiday and, and his books, um, keep your eyes on his social media and on on Amazon because they've been running some sales on his stuff. So they they run they ran it was like fifty percent off, um, like a three pack of his his first three books, his core books, um, the Obstacles, the Way, Ego is the Enemy, and uh, I'm blanking on the third one. So there's that. Um, I'm pulling it up because I'm seeing if the sale, the sale's still going on. So normally those three books are $75, but right now they're thirty six ninety nine, and it comes in a nice, like legit, not, I don't want to say legit, but like it's a, it's a book case, hardcover, like what, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Like, the, the three Sleeve books slide into this right, box but, and yeah. it's a nice printed box yeah. that the three books can sit inside of. So it's uh, the obstacles the way egos the enemy stillness is the key. Stillness is key. Yeah, I haven't read that one. That's why I forget it. But so uh, all three books are hardcover for thirty six ninety nine. But then his and, uh, his newest book, Courage is Calling, was on sale too. I don't know if that was a one day thing or what, but they were running a sale on that too. So I'm probably not going to read it purely based off Mike Redacted's uh, recommendation. He said he could not. It was a bore fest. Yeah, it's I, like there's only so many ways you can talk about courage, and I think he's hit all of them. We all know I love. Like we all know I love Mike, and I defer to him on a lot of things. But I mean, I've seen a lot of great reviews about that book too. So. 
yeah, I'm conflicted, but and he's the only person I've met in real life that has actually read it. So. Yeah. But no, I'm I'm excited. I really want to read Ego's Enemy. Yeah. I feel like we all need to read about no, that. No, I still like I I highly 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 recommend. Like I like as a, a little book sandwich like to read um uh, Extreme Ownership uh by Jocko and Leif Babin and then Ego's the Enemy and then Dichotomy of Leadership. I think that's a great sandwich of information yeah. there. I'm al- I'm almost done with my second read through of Dichotomy of Leadership right now. I'm like on the like second to last chapter you gotta Look figure me you gotta figure and it then out i really want to read uh have you read leadership strategy and tactics um i you know i think I, like i've kind of bits and pieces it i've read it once and i liked it a lot yeah. i think I, I don't i'm gonna read it again after i'm done with dichotomy but i think at the time yeah. when i read it i was like i think i like this more than extreme ownership and dichotomy but yeah, so the second read through of extreme ownership and dichotomy, I feel like I really retained it a whole lot more than I did the first read through. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it really hit different. Like um, the, so the it might my opinion might change on leadership. Yeah. So for the for the listeners, the breakdown of these, right? Like I I regularly describe extreme ownership uh, as the single best resource on leadership I've ever come across, and I've I've read a lot. It is fantastic. Uh, but it deals mostly, and I won't say there like there's no practicality or application to it, um, but it but it does it is giving you concept right. It is giving you principles uh, more so right. So it'll give you uh, you know like the this leadership principle, um, you know they, they'll ref- refer to some of them or somewhat as the rules of combat because um, they're they're using their experience um, in combat and then in advising businesses, right? So there'll be like a, a combat example normally of how they failed, not how they won, but how they failed because they weren't applying the principle. And then they'll cover the principle and then they'll do like a, a business application or where they saw this in effect in a business they were working with. So that's kind of the layout of that one. And dichotomy is kind of, kind of the same way, but dichotomy, it's formatted the same. Yeah. Dichotomy is the follow on book that really kind of answers questions that came up or come about that they were hearing over and over again, or issues they were hearing over and over again from people after reading extreme ownership, which were really things like, you know, taking too much ownership and, you know, um, you know, just different things. So dichotomy is all about, you know, like finding that balance within uh, those principles. But if there's a a running theme, um, you know, throughout um, extreme ownership, it is, it is checking the ego. Like the ego is the problem. And that's why ego is the enemy. I think it's just such a nice sandwich between those two and really dovetails with it. Nicely, Jason, I keep bringing this third time I brought him up today, but we had like a whole deep conversation about like just ego and stuff. And I've always thought if you had to trace back every problem or every whatever in life difficulty, uh, that you have with someone, I, I've always thought if you follow, pull that thread and trace it all the way back down, I think it's a lack of communication somewhere. That was always my thought. But then after reading the Jocko stuff and seeing the Ryan Holiday, Holiday stuff, I'm like, I think every source of every single problem in life with someone else, it's ego. Everything is oh. ego. Yeah. Well, I mean, if I can uh, Christian things up here a little bit for a minute, like even uh, like all of sin tying back to like, uh, the fall of, of Lucifer, it all ties back to pride. It all ties back to ego. Yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't even go, I didn't even go that far back, but yeah, if you really pull that thread, you're right. It's everything that's like, give give me a problem. Let's follow it back. And it, it, it's someone's ego at some point. Like the whole, you know, for Christians, like that whole concept of sin, really the root of all of that is that I know better than God. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Which again, it's just, it's just ego. It's just pride. Something that, that struck me as a bit revolutionary. And I was a high schooler. Well, maybe a little bit post high school when I heard it. So, um, you know, not as learned. So I don't know if I would, you know, if this would strike me as, as revolutionary hearing it later in life. Uh, but I heard somebody, uh, you know, breaking down one time that even like low self-esteem was pride. Because it was ultimately, it was just a, a, this, a, another side of the same coin where it was still just too much focus on self. Mm. Yeah. Or you could also say insecurity. Yeah. 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 That, that whole little, little bundle there. Um, yeah. You know, which, which kind of ties me back to, you know, like the answer to that is to focus, you know, externally, not that there's, you know, like, again, it's a dichotomy, right? There is like, you should be introspective. You should focus on self to the sense that you should be, you know, sharpening that iron. There is room to, you know, improve, you know, you do need, you know, whatever course correcting all those sorts of things. So you can't be totally oblivious to self uh, either. uh, But uh, you know, there is great value in turning and spending energy outside and helping others and meeting others needs, um, you know, which, you know, brings me back to, uh, you know, I had the thought that I wanted to bring up cause we, we kind of stepped away from the tornadoes real quick, but, uh, there's going to be, I mean, there, it's just a lot of devastation. Like you see the videos, you see the pictures, I mean, buildings just, just gone, just, just crazy. Um, it looks like it's going to be a really high death toll. So, uh, I'm sure there's tons and tons of ways to help, but, uh, and maybe we'll even throw a, a link to this up on the website, but, uh, one of the, the organizations that my wife and I always like to support because so much of the money goes towards support doesn't get wasted on administrative stuff, uh, is a group called convoy of hope. So if you're looking for a way to help people in these areas, uh, we'll, we'll throw a link up on the website and, uh, you know, I love convoy of hope. They're yeah. freaking dope. They're often in either before or it's, you know, it's a nonprofit organization, but they're often in these places either before or just usually. after federal. And, but they, they stick around when all the other help leaves and is gone. Convoy of hope stays. They, and, and it's not just, uh, you know, in the U S they, they do this all over, but they're, they're based in the U S and just do great work. So, you're looking for if you're outside of these areas and, and looking for a good way to help convoy of hope would be a, a great way to do it so yeah they're dope yeah so yeah i'm excited to read <clears throat> these uh these three books i was i want i was just gonna go straight to ego's enemy but i was almost wanting to read it in the order in which he released them but i don't know if that's necessary yeah i don't i don't i don't think so okay because I was just because I think obstacle came out first, and then uh, ego, then stillness. Is obstacle is fantastic. Yeah. Um, and again, I think you know if we're looking for like good book pairings, I think uh, obstacles the way I think would pair uh, really nicely with um, uh, Michael Easter's book Comfort Crisis. So you know, and in either direction, uh, it would be worth uh, picking those up and checking those out. My goal was uh, to read these books when I go to Colorado for Christmas as I read it on the flight. And then whenever, when we have, because it means vacation, there's going to be a lot of downtime. So I was just going to sit and read these books, I think, on vacay and try to pound it out. Yeah, why not? Do it. Yeah, Yeah, I've got some. I'm uh, holding off on buying too many books right now just because this time of year, like, the the various sides of our family, my side, Jade's side, multiple sides, whatever, um, you know, we'll just circulate Amazon lists and stuff like that. So this time of year, if, if I'm like, oh, I'd kind of like to have that book, I tend to just throw that stuff on my Amazon list. Because, I mean, that's a good reasonably priced, priced option. If somebody wants to get you something, just be like, oh, okay, here's, you know, 15 bucks, yeah. 20 bucks, whatever. Uh, 
So. Last thing I'll say about Ryan Holiday for tonight is um, so the last couple episodes he's had on his Daily Stoic podcast, he's been talking about um, time and how you wouldn't you don't just readily hand out money to people you don't know, but how often do we readily hand out our time? And you can always get more time. You can always get more property. You can always get more whatever. But you can never get more time. They're not making more. You said you can always get more time, but you meant more money, more property, stuff like that. Correct. Yes, I completely misspoke. But uh, yes, but you can't not get more time. And so he he goes into some crazy examples in depth in that mentality of like, you need to guard your time way more than you're doing. Because um, I've always believed when you when you hear people complain, um, oh, there's just not enough time in the day. I've never disagreed more with that sentiment because my first thought is you just had poor planning. That's why you're thinking there's not enough time in the day. And so when I listened to this podcast, he was saying, I think uh, one of those stoic guys uh, was saying that um, there's more than enough time in the day. You just squandered most of it. Yeah, it's it's just all on you. And so it's it's just it was like a good reality check of like be be wiser with your time because yeah. you you should you, we're frugal with our money we're fru- we can be cheap with our money and you know I'm cheap especially with Chipotle and uh going to expensive restaurants but like even more so you should be more conscientious of your time and it's like yeah. okay you you wouldn't go give your neighbor I mean you probably would but like if he was like you wouldn't just go give him 200 bucks but you would stop and shoot the breeze and gossip for the for like 20 minutes but it's like is that the best use of your time and that's the example he kind of gave yeah in that one well and really it's like the the doom scrolling though that's yes you know and and that's you know we think about that as a time suck but it's we're giving those people who have posted those things like we've allowed that post we've given that post that 15 30 seconds a minute you know whatever um you know and it's i don't know if ryan's ever done this but it's a funny point to make of um, you know, like you, you know, you say, oh, I'd love to read more, but I don't have time, but you're watching and listening to me saying this mm-hmm. on Instagram right now. You turn me off and use this yeah. time. Like, <laughs> right. here's your, right. here's your time to read. Yeah. I've always felt a little like internal conviction on that. When I think things like, oh, I'd love to, uh, learn to play piano or I'd love to learn to play guitar. Well, no, I love the idea of it, but there's nothing stopping me from doing it. I could just do it. You make the time for what you want don't. to make time for. And yeah, and the re- the reality is like anyone who's ever done, ever lived, who's ever done anything, accomplished anything, great, small, whatever, did it with the same 24 hours a day, seven days a week right. that we have now, right? Like I none of them had more time. of hours in the day. It's just how are you using it? How are you planning yeah. it out? Yeah. And the answer is my 15th rewatch of The Office. Exactly. <laughs> so, that's, I don't see how that's squandering it at all. I no. think that's a perfect use. I mean, I can quote I can quote it all. I think in Office episodes, if they locked me up in a penitentiary and I was in solitary confinement, I would be just fine because I would just have Office episodes replaying in my head and I would be sitting there giggling and it would just keep extending my sentence because I am a psycho. Yeah. So, but no, so Ryan, Ryan's books are good. His way, podcast is good. He had that wrong. Ego is the enemy. Yeah. I don't listen to a ton of the daily stoic podcasts. I try and there's a quick hit. So, you know, I've started to sprinkle them in more. Uh, oddly enough, I, I'm just more drawn to longer format stuff. Um, and I, I really enjoyed his recent episode with uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. 
And it, it actually, like, I've always been kind of eh on Gary. I know you're not a fan. And it actually I turned me on him some. I that man. And you wouldn't even listen to the whole thing. Dude, I swear. <laughs> so, Ryan, it was like a five. You're like, I can't. Minute, I'm not like, giving Gary this to time. Gary v. He was like building him up, <laughs> talking about how he knows them, whatever. And then, so he goes, So, enjoy my interview with Gary V. Gary, so how are you? Blah, blah, blah. And then, literally, I swear to God, one minute listening to Gary V. The moment he said his third word, I was like, Oh my gosh, I can't stand this man. <laughs> like, I just instantly was annoyed. But I was like, Let me give it a minute. And then I think I listened to about seven minutes and I was like, I just don't like him. I can't do it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I had always found him a little off putting, but the, that interview actually Ryan turned me on him. Some part of it is like when there's these people that, um, you know, that garner your, your respect. Like, I think we're both in a place where like we, um, not on all things, man, (laughs) there's some things Ryan and I disagree on. Um, but like, that's an, that's opinion. That's a voice we value, right. That we've found value in. So it's like, when I see somebody like that and there's, there's several people like that for me where it's like, not people I know, but, um, you know, based on their standing their in their career and their track record, like have, have earned, um, you know, like a sense of integrity and trust and whatever with me where I'm like, if Ryan sees value in Gary, like, okay, so here's Ryan who's been drilling you, uh, you know, secondhand on, uh, you know, valuing your time, right. Mm-hmm. Sat down and gave Gary an hour. Right. Yeah. And not the first time they've talked. So I'm like, if, if, if somebody like Ryan sees, sees value in this guy, uh, and is willing to bring him on his podcast and bring him on this, on his podcast in this long format, clearly there's something to this guy that I've missed that I've blown off. That's the way I looked at that. So that, that's why I'm like, sure. no, I'll sit down and like, if Ryan's willing to sit down and talk to him for this hour, then I'll sit down and listen to him. Right. Cause the majority of my exposure to Gary Vaynerchuk had been, you know, he's prolific on uh, social media. Um, you know, like he's a bigger proponent of anybody I know of like posting tons of times a day. And you know me, I tend to unfollow people like that <laughs> um, yeah. where I'm like, what? but I just kept picturing Gary and his and his beanie and seeing how I my last exposure to him was like years ago on Instagram. And just everything I saw annoyed me and his beanie and just he just cursed unnecessarily. He even addressed that in this podcast with yeah. with Ryan and how he's like, I never it's never forced. I'm like, bro, it def like you like he's one of those people that curse just to add a curse word into the sentence for fun, it sounds like. It's like that didn't one, it didn't carry like impact of an emotion per se, if you're gonna do it. But it just seems like he just like if he was a middle schooler cursing for the first time sometimes when I've heard him curse. Yeah. And so when he was like, I never curse just for cursing sake, I'm like, yes, you do. So maybe I just need to. Give well, him a I bit think more time. like he doesn't. So like Tony Robbins will talk about like how in uh, you know his events that he holds and stuff he'll curse, but he talks about how and why he does it and how intentional it is, and he does it as a shock. Mm-hmm. Um, and I so I think Gary's attack is the opposite thing, where he's like, I'm not thinking I'm going to say this to get a reaction. I'm just talking how I talk. Right. Yeah, and I don't I, like I, it. I think I think that was his point. Yeah, no, he's got a potty mouth and that's not everybody's bag. But I think if you actually do go through that whole thing and listen to it, um, there's points when he's talking about like how he views business and relationships and um, you know, like winning in business, winning in in life, not in a Charlie Sheen sense. Uh, that I think you'll you'll like and take some value away from. Like I, there, okay. I, I was okay. I was surprised at how much I, I found in that interview that that I liked. I'm like, okay, maybe. Uh, you know, I don't know that I'm gonna go back and follow him on Instagram or anything, but maybe Gary is worth uh, another another okay. look. 
right so okay, okay, yeah okay, you know okay, it's kind of okay. like me you know i know you you like to tune in and, and listen to your boy on on pat McAfee show and i as soon as i see and hear pat McAfee, i'm like nope i'm out and so that's always kind of how i've been with gary because i'm like you don't need to have that beanie on that, yeah that, but i mean pat I mean, McAfee does look ridiculous i probably need to lighten up a little the, bit the gold chain i'm like bro you're trying and the quasi vanilla ice hair yeah i can't yeah. Like, his on, looks man. definitely uh are whatever but yeah. like his looks don't turn me off because i think i still see his his stupidity humor and i'm like i think we have the same kind of humor yeah <laughs> but yeah so well i think i want to go play this nintendo switch now so that's that's fair i'm gonna hopefully go uh get some uh, vomit free sleep here that sounds awesome so, same i hope um, i get some vomit free sleep but, as uh, well but uh you know christmas is coming up listeners we hope you're you're staying on the the nice list hopefully you're uh staying in santa's good graces are you doing santa and, with uh, your kids do they believe in santa we you know we'll probably take a lighter tack on santa like right now they're so little like it's just whatever it's just yeah santa's santa's real um you know so we'll probably do a, a soft whatever but it's not like their presents don't all come from santa like they get a santa present Oh, okay, I yeah. I like that idea. Yeah, uh, Kira wants to do Santa, but I'm like, I'm not giving some imaginary loser like my all the credit for my hard work. Like, I I want the credit. Yeah, I went out, I bought the stupid present, I wrapped the stupid present, and I put it on the stupid tree that I bought in the stupid house that I bought too. So I want the credit. Yeah, but it's you know, there's an ass. I agree, and that was that was 100 my take pre kids, and that's mostly my take. You know, post having having the kids, uh, but. They're they're just because this to deal with like when they find out he's re- not real. But it's you know it's like a I don't think that has to be like a big devastating like instant cold turkey reveal, and b it's like taking your kids to Disney. Like there's something about like that ma- magic and enjoyment that uh, that they they get like having that mystery to it. I saw I think it was uh, Ali Stuckey who I'm a, a fan of made the point of like no we don't do Santa. I think her kids are like baby babies. Um, you know, like there's a very real gift giver. We tell them about them. I'm like, okay, Peter, I get it. Like, I love Jesus too. Like we teach our kids about God <laughs> and Jesus. I'm not trying to, uh, you know, supplant. It's It's been funny. Like we, you know, every night we have the kids pick, you know, what was, what was your blessing today? And we'll include that in prayers. Uh, you know, it's so like all this time around Christmas, uh, Marcus will be like, Jesus was my blessing today. I'm like, good job buddy i'm like i don't know if you think that gets you more presents but (laughs) right um you know so like i don't think it has to be an either or thing and we don't make it all about santa and santa doesn't bring all of the presents i mean mean, i'm having this conversation right now i'm sure sister and but i never i never felt like i was lacking not knowing i didn't like i missed out but then like I don't know how they did it. I kind of need to ask my mom because I knew other kids believed in Santa, but I wasn't the kid that going, Hey, he's not real. You idiot. Like that wasn't me. I just knew that's what they were doing and that's fine. They'll figure it out eventually. Well, I knew my parents got me the gifts and it kind of meant more to me knowing that they knew what I wanted and they got it for me. It was, and I kind of liked that as a kid. And what's funny, like, I don't remember ever having like a big, like he's not real moment in my life. I, like you don't have to be the sharpest knife in the drawer to kind of just intuit your way to it. And already now, uh, Mark is my four year old. He's like, but that he doesn't look the same as the Santa that we saw at the other thing. 
Yeah, like, I mean, I thought about that the other day. I saw Santa at the mall. I'm like, when kids see this Santa, and then they see like Tim Allen as the Santa Claus, and then they see this other movie as the Santa. Like, are they? Do they? Well, do they realize that this is all different people? Then, like uh, yesterday, like the city was doing a thing where they, you know, Santa was driving around the the city, so he was in the like the back of a police truck, and they had the sirens on, and they were throwing out candy cane stuff. So we saw him in. Marcus, which is super sus. He's like, but why is he in a truck? <laughs> We're like, yeah. well, the police are helping him check, like check his naughty and nice list. He's like, right. But where are the reindeer? <laughs> That's funny. We're like, yeah, we're not going to get too much more out of this, are we? <laughs> but what's actually ironic is my mom, they didn't do Santa with us, uh, but they did do the Tooth Fairy. And I figured out at some point that the Tooth Fairy was my mom because instead of money under my pillow, uh, they get, they in my mom's handwriting, it was like a heart piece of paper. And it, she wrote uh, tooth good enough for one, this Lego thing that I wanted that I was collecting different Lego things. And I knew it was her handwriting instantly. And I was like, Oh, it's been her. Okay. And I was fine with it. And, but my sister still thought it was a tooth fairy. And then uh, I was just going to keep it going. Cause I was like, I want, I want stuff. Yeah. And so then, uh, I think my sister woke up in the middle of the night when they were swapping out her tooth for money. And then I remember they like put us in the living room and my mom was like, Sarah needs to tell you something. And then she goes, Josh, the tooth fairy is mom. And I'm like, Sarah, you, you freaking, you just ruined this. You selfish person. How dare for you. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I was like, I know I've known for yeah. years. Now it's dawning on me as we say this. I'm like, I wonder if, uh, you know, any of the listeners listen with their kids. Do we need to drop a disclaimer back in front of this? <laughs> I don't know if we're like that Z88 <laughs> thing just playing with the little ears in the. Well, I know seat. at least uh, one of our our Patreon supporters and dear friends. I like. I know he listens with his girls, but I think they're past this point. I don't know. Well, like, when do kids you figure can live this like out? me, kids, and uh, not have Santa. Yeah, be, sorry. Okay. Sorry, guys. Hey, life's full of disappointments. Get used to it. <laughs> and that's probably the reason why parents tell people about Santa's because, uh, like, yeah, that seemed really good, huh? But it turned out life slapped you in the face and it didn't work there out. There you go. So, well, real or not real, listeners, we hope you're staying on the nice list. You're on our nice list. So, we appreciate y'all tuning in week in, week out. Uh, hit up the website if you haven't already. Solid 7 Podcast, solid number 7 podcast.com. All kinds of fun and links there. The links to the latest episodes, which you've already found without it, but the links to the latest episodes are always there. Our affiliate links for uh, Go Ruck and Origin and Jocko Fuel are all there. Great way to support the po- podcast. Uh, you know, get yourself some. Uh, you know, tough rock solid equipment, some made America gear, uh, some clean fuel for your body and uh, support the solid seven podcast all while you're doing it. Links to all of our social media on there. If you're into those sorts of things, you can find us and follow us there. And if you just want to be next level, if you want to be, if you want a gold star next to your name on the nice list, you can click that Patreon link, throw us some support there, get a little bit of bonus content every single week. And if you uh, join Patreon at that $10 level, you'll also get a solid seven mug which is a better than average coffee mug from which you can drink more than coffee you could drink your jocko goes that you've bought at a discounted rate in your solid seven coffee mug you can do that if you want to it's up it's up to you it's your mug i have done this 
And uh, I just, now, I don't know if we told Emily this, uh, Emily McCarthy from Go Ruck back when we had her on the podcast, but we gave her a pretty sweet gift basket. We're like, Emily's a legit guest. Let's let's treat her like it. So mm-hmm. we gave her a gift basket that had a Solid Summon podcast mug and a bunch of Jocko Ghosts and some other stuff in it. Uh, but what I don't know if we communicated to Emily was that that was my mug. Wow. <laughs> like, we don't have those sitting around. Patreon sends those out for us. Uh, but when we decided we were going to do mugs, we thought it only right that Josh and I each have a mug. And so we ordered some spares from them. Uh, and so now it was clean. I cleaned it and sanitized it. Emily, it's it's fine. Uh, but that was my mug. So uh, I put in an, an order form for a, a replacement way back then. And uh, I finally got it. So I'm back in the mug club myself. Yay. Hopefully Stephen Crowder doesn't have that uh, copyrighted or whatever. Pull this yeah. episode for saying mug club. But uh, but they get the mugs to supporters much quicker than uh, us as the host. So once you hit that mark on the ten dollar, you'll you'll get that right away. But all of it's appreciated. And hey, uh, you know if you are on social media, uh, we'd love it if you'd uh, give us a follow and and repost stuff and recommend us to other people. If you're hey, if you snag a Jocko, go take a picture, tag us in it, let them know uh, who sent you and uh, whatever podcast app you're listening on. If you wouldn't mind giving us a thumbs up, a five star review, whatever it will let you do. All that helps get the word out there about the Solid Seven podcast, and uh, and then you know Josh and I can can get rich, and then I I don't I don't know how that benefits any of you, but we would be happy. Uh, isn't it better to give than it is to receive? Yeah, so but, you'll but all feel better. You need it to give. You need it to yeah. give too. So yeah. But uh, uh, on that note, we love you guys. And uh, we'll say, you know, I think we've got, what, one, two more episodes dropped before Christmas. But Merry Christmas anyways. Just bringing it back. Merry Christmas. Merry Happy Christmas. holidays. We love y'all. We're out. Bye.